Hey, you. Yeah, you. Got bush? You definitely do if you haven't tried the best products from our sponsor today, Manscaped. Taking control of your bush is important, and these products are so good, you're going to be showing pride in your new bush-free yard. It's a fact that you will have the best-kept nutsack on the cul-de-sac. See what we did there? So save big and be the most hygienic version of yourself by using our discount code FRATCHAT for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. And we are recording. I'm not ready. Ah! <laughs> Good kidding. Lord. Good Lord. Just I kidding. Like I am ready. Definitely going to blow out an eardrum today with this. Am I loud? <laughs> yeah, but it's good. I guess it's good. Better too loud than too quiet, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I should turn my microphone down a little bit. Well, let's see. Test it out. Blue, blue 42. I like Mountain Dew Pizza Hut. That's much better. Okay. Uh, my brain thanks you. I felt like I had a concussion for a second. Uh, at the same time, I did just buy new weed, so that could have been it. So. Oh. You know, I, was thinking, <laughs> I buy pre-rolls from the bodega, and then someone was like, how do you know what they put in those? I was like, how do you know what, yeah. what your dealer puts in those? It's always a gamble. Yeah, but- Ah, but you can look at the weed and whatnot. So I, I that makes sense because the bodega could be putting like half uh, tobacco in that and maximizing the profit. You know, well, your dealer's not going to do that shit. Or battery acid. Oh, never know. I was man, you you mentioned tobacco. I was thinking like dark stuff. Like they could <laughs> put PCP in it. Nah, you know that would be such a that would be such a waste of the bodega guy's money. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, let's just give this guy tobacco and let him let him think he's high. And you're like, whoa! <laughs> but this one bodega I don't go to because I asked him. I said, "What sh- what strain is this?" And he's like, "It's a pre roll." Yeah, like, to be fair, he, okay. he probably just sells it. He doesn't know weed. He he probably doesn't even smoke it. So, like, okay, sir. Um, sorry. But if you're buying weed from someone who doesn't know what it is, you probably shouldn't do it. So yes. on that note, we're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dude, dudes, pussy. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the French Hat Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Moe? Did you just put in your dentures? What the hell was that? <laughs> you, you look like Gary Busey for a second, man. <laughs> yeah, well, your, your teeth are like, ah, I look like you're making uh-huh. the sound with them. <laughs> By the way, I like that we're both rocking uh, tank tops. I am actually rocking my Moonlife one here. And uh, I've been a little bit of a weight kick recently where I've been getting back in shape, brother. And I'm, I'm kind of proud because today I was wearing, able to fit into this again and wear it out. And I went out 
to go pick up a cheeseburger, which I then crushed to my face. It was awesome. So that's a win for the big well, guys. I'm glad anyway, you brother. dressed up nice to go sure. to a really fancy place. Sure. <laughs> yeah, right. I was at Johnny Rockets, uh, my good friend Johnny. <laughs> it's uh, one block that way. And uh, they got me a double cheeseburger in 15 minutes. So I'll take it. You know, I got a spicy chicken sandwich yesterday from Panera Bread, and I was not happy with it. Really? That that thing is new, actually. And I've been meaning to try it. So uh, this actually just turned into a, a little review. So go on. Tell us. Well, I was like, it, I took it out, and then I looked at the website. And I compared what I had in front of me with the picture online. <laughs> I was like, something doesn't match up here. Because you know? it's sort of a little box and you peel off. It's just like little, Tinder. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like the grinder of hamburgers. Yeah. So you peel off this like perforated little like um, thing and you take half the box off and you can eat it with your hands, you know? Yeah, that's how you eat every sandwich in the existence of mankind, you know? Well, so all of like the pickled, spicy pickled things fall to the bottom, ah. and then the the chicken patty is like just processed chicken, but but I guess it's made kind of spicy maybe, but there's no like spicy sauce on it. I just ah 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 ah. It was just a really sad looking, kind of dry sandwich. What the hell, Panera? We, ex- I mean, I expected better of you personally, Panera. Uh, you've been good to me over the years. And usually for being, I mean, you know what to expect when you go to Panera, but you're supposed to be a better class than McDonald's here. And if I can get a better crispy chicken sandwich at McDonald's than a can of Panera, then what are you even doing here, Panera? And McDonald's is a couple dollars at Panera. There's like 12 bucks. Yeah, yeah. I, ex- I really thought it would be good. You know, I got it at the... Panera in Hicksville that I did not know was a real place. I was in because my family, we when people are like white trash, we're like it's fucking cracker from Hicksville because they're a (laughs) hick. But I didn't know it was a real place. Now I'm like, oh my god, I've offended people my whole life, a whole community. I've been talking about and didn't know they were real people. But in Long Island, there's a place (laughs) called Hicksville. Oh, I I wouldn't expect that to be a Long Island place. Yeah, right. You expect that in West Virginia. Yeah, and you know they're pretty self-aware in West Virginia. Say what you want about them, but they fucking they know what's up down there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Hicksville, Long Island, huh? And I bet it's probably really nice and uh, high property values everywhere. Yeah, because it's Long Island. I would really hate mean. to live in Hicksville. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I just felt like like I thought, and and I'm pretty good with my my geographies. But uh, when you said Hicksville, I was like, is Simo trying to be funny here? Because we're going to get canceled here. It's a real town. It's, but to me, it's like no different than living like in Pigtown, Baltimore City. You know what I mean? You know they call it Pigtown? Yeah, sure. I think like, so. Ew, I don't want to I don't want to be like, I grew up on the corner of <laughs> such and such in the heart of Pigtown. I was like, yeah, you did. <laughs> uh-huh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't grow up in Pigtown because growing up fat and from Pigtown would have been fucking bad. Like that would have been. <laughs> I saw on TV kids were eating me alive. <laughs> that they have found a way to cross the DNA between a pig and a human. And they have, uh, they had a pig 
with human blood. Yeah, that's how they made Ted Cruz. What do you mean? He's <laughs> 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 been out for years. <laughs> he did quite well for himself. You know, I can't argue with but that. Everybody hates him. <laughs> I fucking hate that gig. <laughs> Ted Cruz said recently that we got the decision to make gay marriage legalized, that that was a wrong decision. Yeah, I know. They're they're coming after it. And they're also saying, like, I don't know why you guys are trying to codify uh, things like gay marriage into federal law. We're not going to go after it. And then immediately turn around and go after it. Yeah. It's like, man, I was talking to Julie about it. And and, and because Julie's Jewish, so I like to get her fucking thoughts on this stuff. And it's scary. You know what I mean? Because it's like it's all these laws about women's rights are getting flipped to a a religion that she's not even in. So it's like, what? <laughs> like, what? It's it's fucked up, man. It's really fucked. Separation of church and state. Yeah, that was the foundation uh, of this goddamn country. Because what know. happened, if you guys knew your goddamn history, people trying to reverse this shit, it was you got persecuted for your religious beliefs. So that's why you fucking founded America. Why does a foreigner have to tell you guys this? Read a book. <laughs> You guys wrote your own books. You deleted the stuff that you didn't want on it specifically, and you're still doing it just so you can fit the stuff you do like. So fucking read it. You know, if you don't know anything ah! about Christianity and you just happen to oh, stumble inside a church, the first thing you're going to see is probably a crucifix with with sexy a very sexy-looking Jesus with some rock-hard abs looking pretty sad. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie. The reason that I decided to get in shape is because you know I went to church, and uh, recently after my, my dad died, you know, and I was like, I needed some, needed some brightness in my life. And then I look over at Jesus, and he is sitting there stacked. And I'm looking at myself like, what happened, Carlos? Like, you used to at least be able to compete with some prime beefcake Jesus, and now you're nothing. So then I went and got my ass to a, a gym membership, brother. And I'll back, dude. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think yeah. that, like, if you go to like the house of God, you, you're reminded of Jesus. what, what um, I guess, fitness is supposed to be. But then if you go to Ted Cruz's house, yeah. you're reminded of the opposite. So I don't yes. think it's any place yes. that Ted Cruz would tell me what it's like to be a good Christian. When he does not look yeah. anything like the like sexy man on the two by fours. Mm-mm. Can I get Not an amen? Hey, man, testify, yes. my brother. <laughs> testify, mm-hmm. my brother. And I'm not going to take any moral authority from the guy who's had one job when Texas froze and he literally ran away to Mexico. <laughs> like, really, dude? Like, really? You are going to fucking have mighty little tiny shriveled up balls to get on a pedestal and talk about what's morally right you fucking ass and he left, and his you left dog. your dog at home <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like, what? i hope he came home to poop all over his bed all over the place i hope oh my god yes i hope it was in his pillow like he went to sleep like, oh man what is on that what's that smell and his dog said, yeah, check the pillow, asshole. <laughs> I saw a video the other day of a gorilla pooped into his hand and then ate it. Yeah. And that gorilla's name was Ted, Ted Cruz. Cruz. I saw that. I saw that. Typical behavior. <laughs> Typical behavior. Oh. Typical. Yeah, fuck that guy. Oh, my God. That was awful. And actually, speaking of some stinky, stinky news today. Uh, yes. I don't know if you saw this, but a Hollywood actress has recently gone viral with her claims that Arnold Schwarzenegger deliberately farted in her face. 
that's gonna fucking leave a mark. What did it taste like? <laughs> it tasted like success in the Terminator. She says, I quote, I didn't care for him. He's a bit too full of himself. She is British. Uh, Margot said about the former California governor. She said specifically, he farted in my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's even funny when you do the accent. Yeah, right. You gotta do the accent. Yeah. Cheerio. <laughs> Cheerio. She goes. No. <laughs> she goes. She goes. She goes. Now I fought. Of course I do. But I don't fart in other people's faces. He did it deliberately. Fart in my face. <laughs> Which that's awful. But was it in character? <laughs> well, this is the thing. She said. That it happened while filming Arnold's 1999 action flick, End of Days, where basically he's like a cop and the devil has shown up uh, possessing people and shit, I think. And uh, he's basically going to take over the the earth and blow it all up. Like like Y2K stuff. Remember when he's trying to make the Antichrist, trying to impregnate Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. It's a chick from uh, The Craft. Yes, yes, yes. Good memory. Yeah. Uh, So then this lady is someone that was like possessed. And so Arnold has to like hold her down. So apparently in like between takes, he's like still, you know, they're just holding there. And he's in this position where, you know, he has like her held down and they're about to start. And then (laughs) apparently he let one rip and then his ass was like really really close to her face so it's like imagine we're almost like we're almost in like a 69 position with me on top of you and you her face up and i just kind of go like i'm sorry i had the hot dogs for lunch it was a little bit too much onion and spice so i mean shit I don't know. I don't know how. To, I mean, if this, if he did it on purpose, like, he's obviously a fuckhead. But I can imagine this kind of just happening. And like, what are you gonna do? You're on like set for like ten hours, and <laughs> who mean, knows how long this scene took? What a Take fifty three. I would pay money to have <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger no, in my face. No, he's a big boy, dude. And back then, like this is when he was an aging action star. So you know you have to eat a lot of protein to keep that I'll size. Say the better. protein shakes make me <laughs> fart. Yeah, so you know those farts were fucking stinky. He's like 6'4", 270 or something like that, or probably 250 during filming and shit. But he's a big boy, dude. I don't know if I would want all that meat cake farting on me, dude. I don't know. (laughs) You know, I'm looking at her picture. I started with her. (laughs) She she looks like she would – her farts would smell like kibbles and bits and like (laughs) moths. Yeah. She looks like – she literally looks like her farts would smell like a Martha Stewart catalog. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, my God. It smells like cinnamon. How did she do that? That's amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) She's like, she's (laughs) like, hello, I don't have enough pubery in my – in my guest bathroom to to hide this stank. No, girl. Throw out your potpourri and light a candle. Judge worry. I put the poo in potpourri and just lets one rip. It's like, oh my God, it smells like lavender this time. Like, how did you do it? She's like, of course I fart. Yeah, okay. It's human. It's, it's human nature. And he farted. Don't nah, it's I fought. probably an accident, but you're telling everyone it was on purpose. It's you're a nasty bitch. Yeah. yeah. Of course I fought. Everybody fought. Don't you fart? 
I remember my first fart. It happened in 1912. <laughs> I just recently heard the Titanic sank, and I felt oh, a rumbling in my tummy. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just polio. <laughs> <laughs> Womp womp. <laughs> you should have gotten the vaccine instead of going on the, that trip on yeah, that big, right. big ass boat. Yeah. Now look at you. Hunched over like a fucking weirdo. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Polio the one that makes you crippled? Yeah, yeah, that's the one that. Uh, I get that one confused with tuberculosis. Are they the same thing? Uh-huh. No, they're not the same thing. Why would they? Why would they name the same thing? Two different things. Two different names. I don't know. Totally I feel different. like old people get them or had gotten them. Yeah, boy, right? it's the old people thing? thing. I don't know. I trim my bush like I live my life, one quarter mile at a time. With each quarter mile equal out to like one testicle. I don't know. It's been diesel science. Look it up, people. So whether you're looking to go bald like an eagle or just in need of a safe trim, Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game. The grooming package I highly recommend is the Performance Package 4.0. Inside the package is the Lawnmower 4.0. Now this electric trimmer is a bush's worst nightmare. It's designed to reduce grooming accidents and shave hair on loose skin thanks to a ceramic blade and advanced skin safe technology. And no need for night vision goggles anymore, boys. This trimmer has an LED light to allow you to mow the lawn in the dark so you can trim your boys anytime, any place. It's basic landscaping because everybody knows that when you trim the hedges, the tree stands taller. Oh, yeah. Also, get your hands on the second best tool in the performance package, the Weed Whacker. This fine-tuned nose and ear hair trimmer will make sure your nasty nose pubes are under control. It instantly adds some pep in your step with the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Spray-On Testy Toner. With a performance package purchase, you also get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and the patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped Boxers. These things are awesome. Plus, they have a bunch of other products on their website to help you maximize your confidence and grooming game. Should make sure you get 20% off plus free shipping with our promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. Kate Bush may be trending at the moment, but your bush needs some help. And that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use promo code FRATCHAT. It's time you level up from the Amazon to the Amadong with the ultimate bushwhacking tools from Manscaped. Actually, they just reported uh, the first case of polio in the U.S., and like a long time, and some fucking anti-vaxxer didn't vax their kids. And now there's fucking polio. Like polio had been wiped from the U.S. for so long, and now someone fucking got it. Like I didn't even mean to talk about it. As you just reminded me, it's like what I just read about that. Like, oh my ago. god, did they fuck a chimp or something? And they're like, <laughs> oh no, how this happened? Well, yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, fucking, if you don't believe in the COVID vaccine because it's too new, even though it's been out for years, whatever. Fucking don't don't do that one. But get everything else, you polio, all this other shit that's been around for. Dude, get it, <laughs> get that shit. You know what's like, crazy? Fuck. So Osmario, in order for him to get a green card, and you should still get the to, COVID vaccine, by the way, like totes. So in yeah. order for Osmario to get a green card, the government says he has to be caught up to date with all the shots. Yeah, yeah, me too. Can, I have to do all that. Yeah. So so it's a prerequisite as someone trying to become an American citizen. But if you're already yeah. born here, do you have the option? 
dude, to go to public school, you need to be up on vax on vaccinations. I have to get more vaccines when I moved to America to start sixth grade than I did to move to the fucking country. I remember I fucking got jabbed with like three things. I was like, ah! <laughs> but what? So just so I could start school. I don't understand school. why the government can't just make people, you know. You know, it's crazy. Like, there's I mean, this- the government, because it's I get it why you don't want to because it shouldn't fucking necessarily be in your body. That's the abortion thing. It's insane that they're trying to start enforcing that in some states now and that they didn't, you know, that they took that away. The government shouldn't tell you, but it's already something that you have to do to yeah. go to public school and into fucking public settings. It's already been a thing. So it shouldn't fucking freak people out to just add one more to it out of a new disease. Like what? Like, so no, already a thing. is a thing right now. Yeah, I just got declared a, a, a worldwide emergency. So by the who who vaccine for that? I was like, how did they get a vaccine for that so fast? Well, because they already had like monkeypox already existed, and oh, it's it just you know, yeah, it's not a new disease. It's just this new strain oh. that's uh, contagious to humans. But you know, there's chickenpox and things like that, which is just all variants of things. So when you have a disease that's just a variant of something else, it's easier to get it. That's it's easy to make a vaccine as opposed to creating a whole new thing. That's what with COVID, you know, there was already other types of COVID out there. You know how monkeys so, throw poop? Yeah. I wonder if it got in someone's mouth and that's how it started. <laughs> I actually saw, oh my God, you surrounded me. I saw this video online recently. <laughs> this monkey, this dude's filming and it's just like zooming on the monkey and this monkey's just taking a shit on his hand. And also the monkey's just holding it there. And then he just fucking chucks it. And all of a sudden, you see the camera pan over. And the monkey hit this old lady who was in a wheelchair <laughs> right in the face. <laughs> and, then, and there was a turn just dangling on her face. Like, right in, like her lip. <laughs> She's just like, ah. <laughs> and everybody's horrified. The guy's still the game. just turned, just dangling there. <laughs> That's amazing. That's awful. Oh, I love yeah, that's monkeys. out of my nightmares. That's straight out of my nightmares. And speaking of uh, just straight out of your nightmares, in a story that's straight out of mine, police in Lee County, Pennsylvania, had to shoot a 15-foot snake in the head after they found it wrapped around a man's neck. This thing was a pet snake that had gotten too big, and they got barely got out of there with his life because he was unconscious and going into cardiac arrest when the police saved him. Now, this fucking thing was so thick that the snakes, the cops were able to shoot it in the head without risking the bullet going through and hitting the guy. And then they were able to get him to the hospital where, as of this recording, he still remains, which is just fucking nuts. Like, maybe like 15, 30 more seconds, and this guy would have been fucking dead. Because this thing was just squeezing and squeezing and squeezing. That means he was going to eat him, too. He must not have watched Anaconda. I ah, watched the movie. Oh, I watched theater. Anaconda. I watched that shit. With Ice Cube and Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, and a young J-Lo. And I think uh, Owen Wilson is in it, yeah. if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a classic. And John Voight, Julia yeah. Jolie's dad. Yeah, that's a movie that... Uh, it was just so ridiculous then and now that it holds up. And it's set right in my backyard in the jungles of Venezuela. Oof. So, yeah. We do have some giant anacondas down there. That is Hell totally true. Nah. 
But I will not be going to they put in that movie. anytime soon. Yeah, no, fuck that. Yeah, there's some big snakes. And, but if you're in the capital, I've seen some big fuckers because there's there's like woods and stuff. So there's I don't know. Everything. What's the point of having a pet if you can't snuggle with it? I don't really see snakes right. as being like snuggleable. Yeah, not at all. Even an alligator. I've seen an alligator be cute with a human being. Really? And it was like raised it since it was a baby and then like grew up. And like the guy like goes swimming with it and the thing, you know, and he keeps it v- very well fed though. You know what I mean? This thing is fed so much that it's just never hungry. And the guy goes and swims with it, but he raised it since it was a little baby. It's not like he just befriended this alligator, but a snake dude, there's nothing about a snake. That's cuddly. Something about it. That's cute. Something about it. That's fucking can't do it. Can't do it. It's like befriending. It's almost like befriending a spider. Like, what the fuck? Ew. Ugh. That's another thing. People have pet tarantulas. Too. You know, I, yeah, dude. Like, what? What are you going to get that for? I feel like the crazy. government is like so quick to be like, like the Bible, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible. Well, like snakes are portrayed as serpents and they're very satanic in the Bible. So why can't they just ban those? I'm pretty sure they do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that guy is not supposed to have a pet snake that big. <laughs> yeah, she said you can't have it because it's against the Bible. But people do it. Yeah, it's against the Bible. Oh, Lord, the Bible. Like the picking choose they want to use the Bible to, to make a law. Yeah, they do. That's the thing. It's bullshit. And again, this country was not founded on that. And this is not to turn this into a political podcast, but it literally is like shit's happening right now is affecting people. And you know they're telling I mean? so they're telling like, you this while they're wearing like a polyester blend suit. Get the fuck out of here. That's not yeah. allowed either. Yeah. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Got it. Shrimp eating motherfucker. <laughs> I'd love for a camera to follow Ted Cruz around just to see what he does in his day to day life. Just to be like, all right, are you really a good Christian, Ted? I know I'm not the best Christian, <laughs> but I'm not out there fucking imposing laws on anybody. God damn it. I'm just talking about monkey poop and old ladies on this podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. that's what I do with my bad Christianity. <laughs> uh, anywho. We're role models. Yeah, we're fantastic role models. And uh, get ready to see us live because the greatest comedy show of all time is coming back. On Friday, August 5th at 7 p.m. to Broadway Comedy Club in beautiful New York City, which will hopefully have cooled down like 20 degrees by then because it is goddamn hot right now. So make sure you go to tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show. Again, that's tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show for lineup and ticket info. And make sure you use promo code FRATCHAT for 15% off. Don't miss it, you guys, because I'm not gonna I'm gonna give you some spoilers right there. But we have the winner of the Boston Comedy Festival. We have people from SNL. We have a certain duo. Not gonna point any fingers, you know. That's right. We know we're a podcast, but some of you can see this, maybe. <laughs> Who have been on MTV? This lineup is fucking stacked. So check it out. Who have also won London's Best Script Award and the South Shore. Yeah. Film Festival yeah. Best Script Award and the right. uh, Hollywood Just for Shorts Best Script Award. Yeah, that's right. That's Hollywood. That's Hollywood, home of uh, several rapes by Harvey Weinstein. It's pretty famous. So, yeah. <laughs> I 
don't know if I should mention Harvey Weinstein while promoting our show and us, but <laughs> maybe we'll edit that out. <laughs> what is he up to? Is he still like dying? Oh, what's he up to? Yeah. Uh, he yeah like, I can't yeah. walk. It's like, okay, the gig is up. Like, you're still going to jail. Like, no one feels bad for you. Yeah. But, like, I'm like, so is he just like riding in his cell or? Yeah, it seems like that's what he's doing. And he's still getting sued left and right by people. So. He's in court left and right. Good. Uh, yeah, he's not getting out anytime soon. There's, there's no like Bill Cosby loophole in there for him. He's fucked. So good. Fuck that piece of shit. That motherfucker. Hate him so much. I have to say it in voices. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Suck my balls, Harvey Weinstein. No, you'll probably catch something. Yeah, it's true. I don't know if I'd want that. Something happened to him and his dick's like deformed. Yeah, him and his little See? shrimp up shrimpy penis. I wonder if him and Trump like go up and touch and touch tips. Something's <laughs> not right with his wiener. He's probably patient zero for the monkey pox. Uh, yeah. The poxes all look like little Harvey Weinstein penises. <laughs> I had the O'Neal. Him and his creepy beady eyes too. That's the thing. He just has this like look to him. He just looks like a pedophile or just rapist. Fuck. I don't know. I don't like him. Anywho, let's get off this topic and get into next week's topic because Harvey Weinstein has a little something in common with this week's topic mm-hmm. is that he's canceled. He's gone. And Correct. these characters would not happen today because they would absolutely, positively, absolutely, doubly get canceled before they even fucking hit the ground. So we're going to talk about characters that would not fly today, you guys. And uh, for various different reasons. Most of them because they're fucking racist. We found. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. There's a lot of examples wait, wait, wait. of that. You're saying America is racist? Especially what? Hollywood? No, no, never, dude. I've never. I, you think you know someone. Yeah, name 5,000 examples of racism. Said, I'll wait. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> then I'll believe you. <laughs> oh shit, he did. Uh, name five thousand more. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna talk about that simple characters that would get canceled would not be around today. And this one is not gonna be ranked. We're just gonna freestyle, chit chatty, back and forthy. But I'm gonna take the first one because this one is Lawrence Olivier. Was a very uh, world-renowned actor, and he played Othello, and Othello filmed in 1965. Now, to be fair, this was a different time, but for some reason, in this time, mainstream America, aka white people, because that's pretty much who did everything, thought it was cool to use actors in blackface rather than just finding black actors. So. Hollywood, let's just say this. Uh, Hollywood at the time was whiter than Simo's family reunion. You guys, there's at least three minorities there. I'm sure they're serving <laughs> drinks, but they're but there. But which one was Jewier? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you have this guy. I mean, look at this picture. He is in full-on black face and, and body, and he has this like curly hair wig on. <laughs> and the crazy thing about it is that he was nominated – for a fucking Oscar for this. <laughs> he was acting his ass off. He was like, my God, this is going to be good. This is going to make my legacy. 
People will know Lawrence Olivier is Othello. And then it's like, oh my God. They made him like really black. Really black. Super dark. Like really dark. It looks like they used like. Like shoe polish. Yeah, I was just say, man, that's embarrassing. I I feel like they would have saved so much money on makeup. They just hire hire black actors to save so much money and money. Seriously. It looks like they just like ran him behind like a car. It was like, here, just rub your fingers behind the tire and just put it here. This is in the 60s? I think that's so recent. It's very recent. But that just shows you where things were back then. And uh, I mean, like I said, it wasn't just made. It won a fucking Oscar. He won an Oscar for this. He looks like he's trying to be Bill Cosby. Look at him. Look at his hair. <laughs> yeah, that picture too. He almost looks like you see the kids these days. Uh, Somebody's in the rap music. Would you get something? Hey, what's that over there? <laughs> so bad. Can you imagine oh, how God. how uh, uncomfortable the the must be to be covered in that much makeup but not be able to touch anything and like. Like that that sucks. I, you know that on his way to film, at some point on set, he must have walked by a black person while dressed like this. And I just would love to know what was going through his head while he was doing so. Was he like, hey, brother, look, I'm one of you. <laughs> or, or did he just like feel ridiculous as he should have? You know what I mean? Like I, but I would like to. I would really like to know how he felt because at one point or another, someone must have seen him and been like, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> but I feel like if I was if I was in his shoes and being like in like hair and makeup for hours and those hot lights and and I would just I think I would just be like, "It's not worth it. This sucks." Yeah, they wouldn't they wouldn't have cast me because I said too much. That shit would have come right off. <laughs> Man. I don't know what the fuck they would have to do. That's gonna be so it's like, come on. That's so that's so dangerous. He sh- that was that was a bad decision for lots of reasons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's I like how you're more concerned for his pores. <laughs> I am. This is not healthy. That is terrible for his skin. <laughs> yeah. I hope you use mascara after. <laughs> they should have tested the shoe polish on animals first. Before. <laughs> I'm sure they did. <laughs> I'm really his face. Come on, Hollywood. Get it together. <laughs> they rubbed a lot of baby duck faces before <laughs> before they got to Lawrence. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> oh, okay, Lord. so, so for who my, you got first? My first one, I have, um, do you remember the We Are Siamese, if you oh. please? <laughs> yeah, those are some racist cats. <laughs> it was still like, until like almost fairly recently, I was like, holy moly, that is so yeah, the, bad. So because this, that's this, one of those things that came out so long ago, too, that I just like, I just hadn't seen it in a while. And watching under today's lenses, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, what? <laughs> well, I think so. These the Siamese cats from Lady in the Tram. And yep. as soon as they, the, the first like moment it's like it comes with a gong sound it's like boom yeah like oh my gosh and the cats are drawn with these like slanted eyes and buck teeth yeah so i think that's probably- they're siamese cats so that's where you know and this was in 1955 so this was 10 years before Lawrence olivier won an oscar 
yeah. like blackface, you guys. So this is just to show where they were. <laughs> I think this is like at. post. I think this is due to like post World War Two tension, oh, um, and that's why maybe they made these two characters. And they were during the Korean War too. So I I think that maybe in their minds, maybe they thought, okay, we're being like a uh, pro-American by depicting these villainous characters as our former enemies, but it However, really uh, doesn't read well is today. Thailand. I don't think I don't think we're at war with Thailand, were we? Was the U.S. at war with Thailand? Siamese is Thailand. Yeah. No, we were at war with Japan. Yeah, so that's not fucking. But you do you think that old white men knew the difference? <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I think I think barely young white men know the difference. So, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, really but, uh, bad. Oh my god, it's really bad. And Disney movies as a whole, you you know, this sure. is a mess. But wasn't we'll, we'll wasn't um, again. uh wasn't Doctor Seuss like really racist against Asians as well? Oh, I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, that's why Dr. Seuss is canceled. Because he's racist? My mom's not allowed to read Dr. Seuss books at her preschool anymore. Wow. Really? Because he hates Asians. Dr. Seuss. I think he drew like political cartoons that showed Asians in a negative light. Ooh. Are you reading it right now? Yeah, I'm looking it up. Uh... He loved the song "We Are Siamese." If you, please. <laughs> uh, ooh, well, he did public a lot of anti-black and anti-Semitic cartoons in which he depicted black people as monkeys and referred to them as the N-word. <gasps> so, yeah, I guess he was racist. <laughs> oh, but I thought it was—he was all—he was, was just like a man. dude. Every fucking oh. Like I, I, I can say this because I'm a foreigner. All y'all fuckers were racist to shit back then. It's not just Dr. Seuss. Ask your fucking grandmas and shit. Very yeah. little of you don't have racist family. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very little, America. I'm that's looking true. at all of you. So that's why I look at this. You do have to look at this with the context of historically where things were at, which is why I pointed out with Lawrence Olivier that he won a fucking Oscar while wearing shoe polish on his goddamn face. So this wasn't just a guy who everybody's like, what the fuck? This is crazy. America ate that shit up and gave the man an Oscar. So this is where y'all were at. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> well, my family in Venezuela roughly good things. So we're not part of this. <laughs> Our fingerprints are not in this train wreck. <laughs> Woo. If anything, my dad was coming to America visiting and helping racism because he was banging all these white women. <laughs> nice. So he was he was saving the day, and he was really brown. <laughs> you see pictures? <laughs> yeah, USA, <laughs> USA, USA. Body, body, head. We'll do what body, we body, can. head. USA, USA. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing the best we can for you, America. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, that's bad. These Who do you have next? Really bad. So up next, I'm going to go off of one that I don't know if it would. I th- I definitely don't think it would fly today, but 
something does give it a saving value that it's, I believe it's very much a spoof on Lawrence Olivier's character. And this is Robert Downey Jr. playing Kirk Lazarus in Tropic Thunder. Now, he plays this Australian actor who's like a method actor who decides that to play this black character that he signed out to do, he's going to get surgery on his body and he becomes a black guy. And he then, of course, speaks in the most racist, stereotypically way. And the thing about the character, like the saving grace of it, is that it's supposed to be offensive. So you have the real black characters in the movie calling him out for the racist, ridiculous shit he's doing. However, that being said, I don't think that they could ever get away with it today. But wasn't no he way. nominated for an Oscar for that? No, I don't think so. What? That was a really yeah. comedy? No way. If he would have been nominated, let's see. Robert, I don't think so. Robert Downey Jr. Oscar. Uh-huh. Many critical roles. Manly is controversial. Tropic Thunder was nominated for an Oscar for Tropic Thunder. You are right. Oh, my God. History repeats itself. You see? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And whoever never made that movie must have really liked Lawrence Olivier's portrayal. Oh, my God. History repeats itself, like you said. That's a mess. That is a mess. And he <laughs> looks a lot like it. Oh, my God. It's crazy. that, And, and I'm sure they looked up the makeup, too. Here, I'm putting a picture here so you can look at it. Look at the all in Olivier and look at him right below it. And oh, wow. <laughs> it's the same hair and shit. You know that they're definitely he was de- he definitely looked at that when he went into this. Wow. He was nominated for a fucking Oscar. Wow. But like I said, the saving grace of this character is that it's supposed to be parody, a spoof and I, I, I do say to myself, he does it very well, and he plays up the ridiculousness of it, and he's not afraid to go there, and I know he's not doing it in a mean-spirited way. And every time he does something, there is the, an actual black person there to call him out on it. So the, it does have a saving grace. But with that being said, there's no way. Like This was made, I think, in 2006 or 2007 it came out. I remember I saw it in theaters. And I would have been right out of high school, right before college, or right my freshman year of college. And <laughs> there's no way it would have been made today. Fuck now. Fuck now. <laughs> Who you got next? I have, let me see. Next I have, oh, Pepe Le Pew. Oh, yeah, he is. He is super rapey. He's like a perverted <laughs> Frenchman who doesn't understand what no means. Yeah. The problem is yeah. that for young kids, you know, this could in fact perpetuate stereotypical French culture uh, and it normalizes rape culture, you know, as he stalks and harasses hey. poor Penelope. He really would not Pussycat. let it go. Yeah, he would not let it go. And every, and every, there was the thing about it, there were shorts. This was, you know, Looney Tunes. So every little tiny shorts and everything was always the same thing. Basically, uh, just in different settings, like the cat would be like walking around and then there's a mishap with some paint, uh, strain, a stripe of white paint goes across her. And so Pepe Le Pew thinks that, oh, this isn't a cat. This is a skunk, falls in love and decides I'm going to rape her. 
and then just starts following her like, oh, mon cher, mon ami, mo ho ho, and starts uh-huh. trying to like, kiss her and shit. And uh, yeah, it's, it's not good. <laughs> I remember being uncomfortable by Pepe Le Pew then. Actually, I thought that he was one of my least favorite uh, Tiny Tunes or uh, Looney Tunes. Tiny Tunes is when it comes later. Looney Tunes characters, I was like, man, this guy, this guy just doesn't get the hint, does he? <laughs> And you enough, you know, back then that was problematic. <laughs> but everything else, I love. I love my Looney Tunes. Well, I wonder if they were trying to say that French people really do stink because I've heard that they don't really wear a lot of deodorant in France. Well, there definitely was the was the skunk is a Frenchman thing. That definitely was a jab at the spouse. <laughs> so a thousand percent was a jab at the. Smell. I'm not saying that all Frenchmen, French animal are misogynistic oh god but i will say that (laughs) there are some that could benefit from manscaped deodorant (laughs) and body spray and ball toner that's true true. just like just like leo could have you know it happens happens everywhere oh yeah that article mentioned that you they've earlier they talked about with uh arnold schwarzenegger leo dicaprio was a stinky boy she said she yeah, quoted by saying yeah. he was a stinky yeah. boy. Yeah, she said that uh, he he let his his juices flow through. I guess you could say he, he didn't shower that much. He was a young boy, yeah. letting letting mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. Leo stew base down there. So I guess Leo, a young Leo in the French, uh, could uh, you know use some manscaped uh, ball toner and ball mm-hmm. deodorant right there. And you know they could use promo code Fratchat for twenty percent off and free shipping on those products and all other. Manscaped products, you know, just say Manscaped. We should have bigger packaging for the yeah for the ball toner. Yeah, I want to buy. I don't care how much it costs. Just let me get. Let me buy a bigger one. Let me get some bigger. I want yeah, like for my really big want, balls. Yeah, I want. I want like like I was telling you, I want like something like this big. I just want like like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I just really I just want to wake up every morning and just you know that's just what I want. Uh manscaped, please make it happen. Uh, please make people it happen. demand it. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Julie's gonna be like, it's me or the ball toning you say. <laughs> Pack your bags, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to see other people. <laughs> it, it feels fantastic, and it does really prevent chafing. Now that I've been at the gym, running and stuff, like woo, yeah. you gotta. Which you gotta which keep gym membership did you get? Oh, I got nothing nice. I went to because I used to have a New York sports club right here that I went to, but they shut it down. So it's either a super expensive one or Blink. drum roll. Planet Fitness. Oh. <laughs> $10 a month, but it's three blocks from me, dude. So I walk over there. It's 10 bucks a month. It has everything I need. I'm in and out. No fucking around. And uh, it's good. It's good for what I need currently. But not going to lie, when uh, they open something nicer that's not too nice, like Crunch Fitness is the other option, that's like 100 bucks a month. That's like, I'm not going to fucking do that. No way. Like, it's just, I don't see the benefit in paying that much unless it included like massages and shit like that, which this shit doesn't. It's like a basic well, gym. Well, Planet Fitness, you can, you can tan there, can't you? Yeah, but I'm not going to. I don't know if I trust a Planet Fitness tanning bed. Oh, I <laughs> would. It's probably all sweaty and disgusting. Yeah, well, you wipe it down before you jump on there. Uh, I don't know. I'm scared. 
At least they stopped. They used to do this thing, which I, I like years ago, they, they would bring pizza, I think it was, on Mondays, I think it was. And I was like, wow, the fuck are people going to lose weight when you're bringing pizza to them? So I'm glad that I haven't seen that take place because that was uh-huh. that was discouraging. <laughs> mm, I'm going to turn my life around. <laughs> yeah, there's some pizza. I don't know, some pizza would be pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. What's your number three? My number three is Mr. Rob Schneider as the Asian minister in a now I pronounce you Chuck and Larry. And this is so racist that I didn't even give him a name. He's just Asian minister. Oh, and in the credits, it's bad. It's just Asian minister. It's that, so he bad, part dude. Filipino? He's he's is he mixed race? Yeah. But the way that he plays this is not in any way part Filipino, part anything here. I'm going to give you – they give him this little bowl cut. They give him the squintiest little eyes that I've ever, ever seen in my life. Uh, Here, I'm going to put him under Kirk Lazarus. (laughs) This is bad. Look at this thing. Oh, that is bad. (laughs) <laughs> and he like whoa I don't even I don't even want to do it. I feel uncomfortable doing the impression, and that's when you know it's bad. <laughs> it's really fucking bad. And Rob Schneider, the thing is, he like he, he and you have to wonder where you draw the line from like character comedy actor to like goddamn this is getting racist because he's always a minority. Like in Big Daddy, he was like the the, the I think he was like Indian or something. He's teaching him uh, Big Daddy. Uh, Adam Sandler's teaching him English uh, and, and trying to pass a citizenship test. And, and you don't mess with Sohan. He plays an Arab guy. It's like good lord, I, <laughs> it's bad. And now, no, he's not doing these characters anymore. So he, I think he knows. Obviously, the times have changed, and he can't get away. Wasn't with Wasn't he in? But good um, God. Um, what's the movie with Adam Sandler and the foosball water boy? Oh yeah. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> He's that guy. But I don't know if he was a minority or just a funny sounding guy in that one. <laughs> Cause he kind of dressed like a redneck and they were in Louisiana. So I think he was just more like a redneck there. You can oh. do it. You can do it all night long. Or maybe he was Mexican. Actually, like actually now that I hear it out loud it kind of does sound like cheech yeah i thought he was playing like oh, i don't know oh he's not like the gardener nah, no i hope he's not gardener <laughs> <laughs> oh god no that would be bad but yeah rob schneider i'm not gonna lie rob, some of these characters were very funny doing? at the time but what the fuck man <laughs> do you think these, those are definitely not fly not do you think these actors are like this um this woke nonsense is gonna blow over we can leave our house at some point. I don't know. These young people. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, people definitely remember. But at least, like a Rob Schneider, I don't think anyone's fucking with him. He's. I know that he never had any malintent in these things, but there's no way that he would do it now. Now, if he does it now, I'm going to be like, come on, brother. <laughs> then I'm going to judge him harshly. But no, in 2007, I guess it was, uh, they were giving nominating fucking blackface for academy award again so yeah this is the law with the times <laughs> y'all did this <laughs> man um okay so my number three 
I have Archie Bunker from the show On the Family. And this is played oh, yeah. by this guy named Carol O'Connor. It's funny to me yeah. that the Carol's a guy's name. Yeah. And and a guy named Carol could have the balls to like be racist and hit minorities. Like, dude, you have a girl's name. Like, come on. Yeah, dude. What was what were your parents thinking? They're probably wishing for a girl. Is that what you're, yeah, is that why you're so angry? Was your nickname grown up Maggie? <laughs> <laughs> we're a little bow around is her. Head, on his Jessica. Head. So his stick was being narrow-minded, and I think it was like a lot of interesting dialogue between him being so narrow-minded and his son-in-law being very liberal. So I guess maybe yeah. it encouraged some some healthy conversation and different viewpoints. Uh, but it was kind of like just a blue-collar worker, uh, former, I don't know, army vet or something. Uh, but none of his commentary would be accepted today. So according, no. according to Wikipedia, no. uh, Archie Bunker's perceived racist and misogynistic views were the template for the creation of Eric Cartman, one of the characters in the adult anime sitcom South Park. Wow. I had no idea. Hey, you guys. Seriously. Yeah. Fuck you guys. He is quite racist. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Wow, I never ever would have guessed that. Wow, good. good I was like, I don't know if everything Wikipedia is is real though. But Wikipedia is peer reviewed, so if you put something that's bullshit, it will get taken down. That's why I don't understand why. Yeah, I don't understand why people are bullshitting about using it as a source. I think it just. I think professors are just haters. Uh, the info was just right there on Wikipedia, and they're just like jealous that they have that shit. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, god damn it. Don't Can do it I on make Wikipedia. myself my own Wikipedia page? You could. But, uh, What's stopping you know, me? I should just do that tonight. I don't know. Well, you barely know how to read or write, so I think that's a kind well, of a blocker. There's already a Chris Moore. <laughs> there's already a famous Chris Moore's. But if I, I have that problem too. There's so many Carlos Garcias in this goddamn world that maybe I should make one. But it's be better than dude. Someone could just review my spelling errors. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'd be like, there's no way the real Chris Moore wrote this. This must have been a child. <laughs> <laughs> Take it down, Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wah, wah. Wah, wah. All right, so what you got for number four? <laughs> so this next one was uh, portrayed by. Uh, 1980s supposedly uh, male babe actor, too many women, Mark Watson, and the character was C. Thomas Howell in the movie Soul Man, where he plays a rich teen whose parents cut him off. So he finds these pills uh, that he decides to take that over time turned him black. So he could apply in the eighties. Yes. And he, he would then turn black. And so he could apply to a diversity scholarship. And naturally, of course, uh, there was severe use of blackface in this. Let me, (laughs) let me just show you. uh, Let me just show you this picture. This is this is bad, and this guy was also like the whitest dude ever. So, look uh, right under Rob Schneider there. Oh my god, (laughs) it's really bad. And the thing with this one is that they take it 
one step further. Like at least Othello was released in 1965, and Othello had no racist mannerisms or anything like that. Uh, you know, he was just like he was just Lawrence Olivier being Lawrence Olivier in blackface, at least saving grace there. But in this movie, as he takes the pills, he gets blacker and blacker, quote unquote. I'm doing so. He starts literally picking up like the most stereotypical mannerisms at all. And at one point, he's sitting there with a pregnant white woman on a couch, and he's wearing like this pimp suit, and he's eating watermelon. And he tells him like some shit to go get him more heroin and bitch, get off your fat ass and get me more fucking watermelon too. Oh my doing god! Doing his best black guy impression ever. Like it's bad. Like it's like another one where like, like I even feel bad doing the impression. That's when you know it's bad. And the worst part of it, this movie was a huge box office success in the eighties. Really, it made over thirty five million dollars in the box office, <laughs> which is like twice <laughs> like as much what? these days. Especially for one of these comedies where the most expensive thing on the budget was shoe polish again. Like ah. Uh, Man, yeah, it's like they didn't have any ideas back then. Yeah, no, there was just okay. So this is what we're gonna do, right? You're gonna take Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Uh huh. And you're gonna put shoe polish all over his face. All right. (laughs) It's probably someone who's like, I don't think that's a good idea. And then someone else is like, Well, it worked for (laughs) fire that man. So and worked for so and so. And this person got nominated for an Oscar. So yeah, Lawrence Olivier. Won an Oscar. Are you telling me you're better than Lawrence Olivier? No. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's bad. That's, that's so, so bad. bad. I didn't even yeah, heard of that dude. movie before. Yeah, dude, I kind of want to watch it now. But I don't know. Soul if I wanna... Man. I thought it was like the Blues Brothers. Oh no, no, no! This is <laughs> he becomes the Soul Man. Like that alone, the title soul alone. Soul Man. Bad. I hope they at least play, paid uh, the singer of that song for that money. So at least one black person benefited from this. Oh, oh my gosh. Because <laughs> this, is, this is bad. Oh, God. If you, really, you really have to see that scene, too. I know there's like, so much blackface in Hollywood. Yeah. Wow. Do you think that they... Yeah. they um, uh, Man, do you think they they employed all these like makeup artists? They're like, are you guys comfortable doing, um, <laughs> like uh, specifically uh, darker tones, black makeup? And the the artists were probably like, yeah, sure, of course, of course. They get there, they're like, where's all the <laughs> black people? <laughs> you're know. gonna paint. You're gonna make Lawrence them Olivier. Black. <laughs> oh, huh. are you are you good with textures? Yes, I am wonderful with a little uh, eyeshadow. I can do wonders. Great. Can you paint Lawrence Olivier as balls completely black? We really need him to match his face. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. god! <laughs> I do wonder how far down they go down for Lawrence Olivier and, and this guy's soul man too, because you see his whole body is like painted. Like, <laughs> do, do they paint his balls too? <laughs> They're like, we can paint your dick, but we all know it's not yeah, a real it's not, black it's, it's not. It's not the size. <laughs> it's not accurate. <laughs> it's just an archer's portrayal. <laughs> Jeez Louise. That's, That's so bad. gross. All right. So my number four is Luke and Laura from General Hospital. Have you heard that before? The soap opera? General Hospital. Yes. Isn't it still around? 
I think so. And I think that they just killed off Luke, like, recently. Yeah, um, yeah, like, that thing's been around for a long time. So Luke and Laura was, like, the epitome of, like, um, this. I think that they coined the term super couple after them. And, like, every yeah. soap opera tried to develop some sort of super couple to compete with the Luke and Laura. But what a lot of people don't know is that the, the first encounter involved Luke raping Laura at the <clears throat> campus disco. I think that Laura was wow. working there. Um, she was a teenager and Luke managed it and was about to go. He was above the mob about to go shoot or assassinate someone. And he just assumed that he was going to die in the process. So he thought, well, let me just, um, rape someone. You know, <laughs> yeah. Get it in before. I don't know. Wow. Um, and then, then, um, she refused afterwards. It was traumatic for her and she refused to name her attacker. And then later down the line, they ended up falling in love. And I guess maybe America likes a redemption story. I don't know, but it was, it was really sick beginnings. And then yeah, that's not a me cue. The most famous daytime <laughs> TV relationship in history: Luke and Laura's November seventeenth, nineteen eighty-one oh wedding brought in more than thirty million viewers and remains the highest-rated oh soap opera God. episode in American daytime television history. Wow! And and it all came the- from uh, a rape at the campus disco. It's ridiculous. That- can you imagine those double dates? It's like, oh my God. Thank you, Luke and Laura, so much for hanging out with us. We haven't dying to hang with you. So how'd you guys meet? <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, do you want to tell it, sweetie? Do you want to tell it? Like, <laughs> I'll tell it. <laughs> Ooh. Actually, we can't talk about it. I had to sign a non-disclosure. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, I'll tell guys. You if you sign this, <laughs> man. Oh God, yeah, yeah. It's like, have you ever heard of the caveman? Yes, it was very similar to that. It was adorable. <laughs> Just, what? <laughs> oh, you ever gosh. seen ducks have sex? It's so violent. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. <laughs> Really, really brutal. <laughs> Did you see the Harvey Weinstein documentary? It was a <laughs> lot like that. <laughs> His favorite cartoon is Peppa Le Pew, for sure. <laughs> it was just like that. It was like an episode of, of Looney Tunes, Peppa Le Pew, for sure. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. That's rapey. That's player. And uh, well, moving on for me. My number five character over here is one that I don't even know. This is so bad that I don't even know how they just haven't, like, at this point, like, digitally removed him from this movie because this movie's a fucking classic. And then just put someone, something else in, anything else in. It'll be less racist. And this is Mickey Rooney playing Mr. Juniaoshi and Breakfast and in Breakfast at Tiffany's. The, Super classic 1961 American comedy featuring uh, Audrey Hepburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, only saving grace for this is that you know she's up there, Marilyn Monroe, as like my celeb crush list, all time list. Uh, where else? I don't know if I could watch this shit. But he's the, he's a white guy who plays this totally like bumbling 
stereotypical Asian who just literally makes noises and squinty eye faces and just like does the most exaggerated. I don't even want to call it an impression because this maybe is, he's squinting because be... he's multiplying big numbers in his head. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Look at look at the picture. It is literally right here at the bottom of oh, the thing bad. right before your pick start. That is really fucking bad, especially if you know Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney is like a grandpa looking white dude, dude. Like it is. This is just so far. And they put this fake teeth in him. So it's just like they're like protruding from his mouth and these big fucking round glasses. It is so bad. And of course, I know a lot of Asian people and I don't know any of them that have buck teeth. Where they come from? Like, good Lord. That's the thing. And he, you know, he says all, all hard R's instead of L's in his words. It was just so bad. And, like I said, he's lucky that uh, this is an Audrey Hepburn classic, but this is fucking bad. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure everybody was like, oh, my God, that is so funny. That is spot on back then. And they're like, those Asians. <laughs> um, wasn't, uh, wasn't Audrey Hepburn a big activist? Yeah, she was. That but was again, this was not on people's radars. Yeah, no. I get was, Audrey Hepburn not- and Catherine Hepburn – confused one was pretty and the other one was Audrey Hepburn was she was the cute one yeah and I think she might have she might still be alive or recently died but no they're both dead Audrey Hepburn but she was very pretty even as she was older oh yeah she died in 1993 wow yeah but she died young she was like in her 60s right no I think she, uh, she was 63 yeah but I mean, back then, that's that's not that old. Like the, that's about the life expectancy of people then. She's born nineteen twenty nine, so sixty three is not bad. Oh, it's a good she year. She still looked gorgeous when she was old. Yeah, <laughs> that was a great year. The stock market well. was backing up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for booming. <laughs> All right, so my last one is okay. So I actually didn't notice. My roommate was like, "Remember the crows from." Dumbo, and they sing the song yeah. when I see an elephant fly, and I yeah. said, "Oh yeah." And she said, "The lead crow was named Jim," and I was like, oh, "What? Oh, His name is Jim oh, no. Crow? Jim Crow, dude?" That's so, so bad. I think this movie is from 1941. So it's one of the first Disney movies, and Disney has a reputation for not being the most uh, respectful to other demographics except for just white supremacy would seem to be the the focus um i you know i i think that there was you ever seen the movie anastasia no fantasia yeah i think in the original fantasia there was like this this um girl who was half girl half like animal what do you call those in greek isn't it called uh, like centaur. A, a centaur? Yeah. I think she had like very like super embellished and exaggerated black features and was catering to and like cleaning like all the white people, like assisting like being an assistant to white people. It was really, really and I think that they <laughs> actually went back and changed Fantasia to remove that character because it was so offensive. So having a Jim Crow character is really on par for Disney at this time. Uh, So 
Uh, to our listeners that don't know, Jim Crow laws were state and local laws that enforced racial segregation primarily in the South. And so the head crow was named Jim, and they speak in stereotypically black slang. And yeah. like, you know what else was <laughs> racist bad. that Disney did? <laughs> they have a song about what makes the red men red, red men red. I think in um, yep. Peter Pan, right? With I was Tiger about Lily? to say. I was just about to say how Peter Pan. If you see how they play, they're literally red faced. And it's bad. <laughs> it's pretty. The chief, the chief is like, how? Oh. <laughs> right? And they're all smoking stuff. Yeah, I never yeah. I never realized that until you watch it. With this, as a kid, I never would have thought that shit. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's now, that would not fly today. I tell you that. Much. And Peter Pan was doing the whole like, with his mouth. Yeah, I that would do it. I didn't even want to, <laughs> you know. Oh, I got to get a casual. I got casual. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's bad. And and note, and a lot of these things that they have on uh, Disney Plus, they literally show disclaimers before the movies, like <laughs> basically a summary saying, like, "Those were the days," you know. <laughs> 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 can't can't do it now, but those were the days. To quote Danny DeVito, "Those were the days." Oh, it's bad. It's bad, and and an honorable mention that we had that uh, did not that that I think would just definitely not fly that you brought up was Chandler Bing's transgender dad, who was played by a woman, and actually I always had my doubts like, yeah, I was like, what the hell, like what? (laughs) This is weird. She kind of sounds like this when she talks. Yeah, yeah, they gave her a voice. I was just like, that's what I was just thinking. Like, how do how do I say that with that? Sounded like an asshole. They gave her like a voice. So she definitely made her best to sound like manly. I think that's her like, real voice on. though. What? Really? Yeah. Mm. I think she – was she like romance to stone or something? She was like a big like <laughs> sex symbol and then I guess she just smoked too many packs of cigarettes in a day. Yeah, you know? And but uh, crack, man. she sounds like this. But, but how would you feel about that casting? Like, Okay. We have the role that would be perfect for you. You look just like a transgender woman. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Weird. It's weird casting, especially because, I mean, this the Friends was definitely not that reason to go. There were plenty of transgender people then. I don't know how they were out and comfortable or being out in Hollywood, especially since the whole Ellen thing was pretty recently before that. But you could have found like, a real trans person, if that's what you were gonna do, you know what I mean. You know, I I, I get in arguments with some of my, my my queer friends about about this. I don't necessarily think it's um, wrong to play against your gender or sexual orientation. What I yeah, think is yeah, wrong yeah. is not including enough queer people in a production. So it's like, right. if you know, if you wanted to have Kathleen Turner play a trans character, okay, whatever. But what have you done for the trans community? Can you, can you employ some trans actors to play other right. characters? Then right. instead of to play like trans other... characters, you play anyone, but just, just right. throw a bone, you know? No, totally. And that's, and that's kind of where it's at because it's like, if she was a, a, a more of female passing, 
trans character i can see you know use use a woman that's fine if there's more male passing use a guy it can it's it is acting at the end of the day so you should be allowed to uh, expand on what you are type thing but if this is really like you said like come on man put some, throw throw in some other characters in there and into the mix and you know especially an episode like friends you could have fucking had they they had one where chandler goes to see uh her at a show performing it's like throw in some other fucking trans characters in that one so i don't know could have been could have wished chandler being you are very homophobic yeah he was especially trans people are people still yeah they gave him a lot of trauma just for his dad being trans (laughs) if you think about it if this is totally hindsight 2020 but he was like very traumatized and he would always reference like Walking in on his dad, like dressed like a woman, banging some, banging someone. So, uh, yeah, that probably wouldn't fly today, or maybe it would. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But I do definitely know that she would not. She probably would not be playing a trans woman today. <laughs> they would They're probably someone. like, "We're gonna have you guest star in this show," and she's probably so excited. And then she shows up, and hair and makeup is like. Did they fill you in? And she's like, What's going on? <laughs> I almost feel like it's disrespectful to her. They're like, they're like, we we thought that you had a kind of a manly voice, so we kind of just figured yeah. you'd do this favor for us. Thanks so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, uh, that's our list. Let us know what you think. Let us know if there's any particular characters that you would want on the list. Because maybe we'll revisit this topic again. Because, folks, there was plenty out there to feed to this list. So, uh, give us a follow. Let us know what you think on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. Follow our YouTube page at tiny.cc slash Frat Chat Podcast. Make sure you give me a follow as well at Carlos Does the World on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, at Carlos Does World on Twitter. And follow my YouTube page at tiny.cc cc slash Carlos does the world. And last but not least, make sure you follow my good up. Make sure you follow my good buddy Steam over there at Chris.more.comedy on the good old Instagram machine and see more comedy on the Twitter. So do it. Do it, you guys. Let us know what you think. Let us know. Or else we'll cry ourselves to sleep. <laughs> Only to wake up <laughs> to the sounds of our cries. Ah, just like high school. Mm-hmm. At summer college. Yesterday. Oh, that helps. Won't you get us out of here? I motion to adjourn this meeting. And I second Manscaped, give us ketchup sized bottles of ball toner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. We'll be back next week. See you. Pa. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> Pow. Pow.